Bobby. Yo. Miss Baba Duke. Mm-hmm. I have, <laughs> I have a meme for you to look at. Um, right. I just want you to explain the meme mm-hmm. and uh, what you're seeing in the image. All right. Okay. So at the top it says, if this bird were covered in oil, then this picture would be posted everywhere. And unfortunately it has a dead bird at the bottom. Looks like a, a bird of prey of some kind of falcon or an eagle. I'm not sure exactly what, but it's very dead. And there's a lot of windmills in the background, which is too bad because I, I like those windmills. They're pretty cool. Yeah. You ever gone to one of those windmills and <clears throat> like stood at the bottom of them and looked up and... Pretty cool. It's like a I, really big fan. I don't. I, guess. I don't think I've ever been like up close to one. <laughs> They're pretty cool. I, I recommend going and checking it out. You know, don't do anything stupid. You know, don't hurt the windmill. But uh, they're right. they're interesting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone uh, out there a couple times. Yeah. Um, I, I I I I love the way they look. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time I was driving to Bloomington, mm-hmm. and there uh, it was like very foggy. Oh yeah. And this uh, windmill. Just the you could just see the bottom parts of the blades coming out of the fog. Oh, that's kind of yeah. Cool. It looked really cool. It was like something from Silent Hill. It was amazing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that. Yeah. It was it was really cool looking. That's interesting. So uh, let's break down this meme a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the suggestion obviously is that wind turbines are dangerous to wildlife, mm-hmm. and the media doesn't want to cover it. Mm-hmm. I am going to talk about the image first uh, because we have seen in the past misleading uses of images, and I wanted to be sure. I just tracked this image down to a website called Windmills Kill. We'll uh, kind of go over the article <laughs> wherein this image was used. All right. Windmills Kill. Yeah, sure they do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, now, obviously, being called Windmills Kill, there's an mm-hmm. agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, obviously. But is there politically biased language mm. on their website? Let's see. The Obama administration is issuing 30-year permits for, quote, taking, in parentheses, killing, bald and golden eagles. The great birds will be legally slaughtered, quote, unintentionally by lethal wind turbines installed in their breeding territories and in dispersion areas where their young congregate. By chance, if you believe in coincidences, a timely government study claims that wind farms, quote, only uh, kill 1.4 million birds yearly by 2020 by 2030. This new report is just one of many financed with taxpayer money uh, aimed at convincing the public that additional mortality caused by wind plants is sustainable. It is not. Hmm. It's a little biased sounding. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit. But uh, where did the where did Windmills Kill get this image? So on their website, they they did have a credit uh, for the photo. So it comes courtesy of a site called Gorilla. I don't know exactly how if I'm saying that right. It's G U R E L U uh, R. I'll read from their about page to kind of give an idea of uh, who they are um, or who they say they are. Okay. Um, and also the bird and the photo <laughs> turns out it's a red kite. Red kite. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Let's see here. Gorilla is a non-profit making association which defends and divulges Navarra's natural uh, values. Gorilla also works with other Iberian and European associations in order to sort out environmental problems which affect species and spaces all over the world. Mm-hmm. So first, 
what is Navara? Simply put, Navara is an autonomous community in the uh, and it's its own province in northeastern Spain. They have a large natural landscape, which include very windy mountaintops, mm-hmm. which could be why they are a target of wind farms. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how does Griller fa- feel about wind energy in general? This is from their .org site, uh, and they have a page uh, regarding wind energy. Mm-hmm. The implementation of wind power in Navarra is resulting in the biggest ecological disaster in the last few years. Mm. I, think, I think I can. I, I think I can think of some others. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Moreover, it is so drastically changing Navarra's landscape that once the projects covering our mountains with wind farms conclude, even its own inhabitants will fail to recognize Navarra. The production of wind power and its benefits have been widely spread by companies involved through Navarra's media. However, these companies didn't mention the extremely serious ecological, cultural, and landscape damages, which this implies for Navarra's nature. Now, that is a legitimate concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, wind power is a very good thing, but we should definitely consider uh, the impacts and costs regarding where they are built. I read just about their entire English website and a bit of the Spanish language parts because um, the, there's parts of the website that aren't available in English mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to learn more about their cause. And I found this part very uh, interesting. Uh, they have made several proposals regarding wind farms on their land. Quote, stations should be placed in non-mountainous areas, although this implies lower productivity. Adapt the productivity of wind power to the possibilities of the place and not to the electrical industry's interests. So essentially, they're not completely against wind power. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just against them being built in regions that are very important to them True. and where wind turbines can cause disruptions to the ecosystem. And I think that's very reasonable. Yeah, they don't want to muck up their landscape. I yeah, get that. yeah. <laughs> I, I think I honestly I think that's I think that's fully reasonable. Yeah. I. I I completely, uh, I'm, I'm on their side when it comes to that specific part. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this image of the poor red kite hit by wind turbines was used as an example of, from Navarra to exemplify the threat to their home that is caused by building these things in their mountainous regions. But it later started being used in the U.S. for political reasons, of course, Essentially, wind energy is seen as a left-wing thing, and by some people who have legitimate concern uh, about the dangers of these wind turbines to their wildlife. Right. So, how many avian deaths are caused by wind energy each year? So, take a look at this image that I have. It's from the Lee Kuan Yew School of Public Policy at the National University of Singapore. So, we got a bar chart here. I see that. Okay, so let's see. We got wind energy. The very is this the very first one? We got wind energy at nineteen thousand eight hundred seventy-five. Yeah, deaths of uh, avian uh, deaths per year. Yeah. Right, right. And there's a there's a big increase here. Like <laughs> I like this chart. Okay, so we got nuclear power. We got communications tower. We got fossil fuels, and then we got pesticide poisoning, which is up to seventy-two million. Yeah. And then my favorite here, the feral cats at 110 million. So there's quite an increase here. We get, we started at nine, not even 20,000 yeah. per yeah. year. 
and then you go up to 110 million for feral cats. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think birds have got bigger problems than wind turbines. Yeah, yeah, it certainly appears that way. Um <clears> for, like a... you know, for sure. And uh the thing is that there's always this idea that the industries are creating this biased language and they're they're making up these statistics and things. But the thing is this mm. is from Singapore and mm. it, you know a lot of the places that get blamed are also, you know, from China and the US mm-hmm. right. and like you would have to have a worldwide conspiracy in order to mm-hmm. all work together to, you know, yeah. undermine the avian deaths. Also, I mean, this is fairly new. Like wind turbines haven't been around too long. I don't know exactly when they started, but birds will figure it out. You know, they'll they'll evolve, you'll get the better birds, you know, they'll learn to fly around the damn things, you know. <laughs> so we uh, we are we are actually going to go over that. Yeah. Um that is something I wanted to look into as as well and, and see what the science says about that. Also, what about the bugs? How many dead bugs are they scraping off these things? I mean, they're good for the ecosystem too. <laughs> you know, they gotta pollinate shit and everything. You know, how many bugs are on them the blades, you know? I get bugs on my ceiling fan blades at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and this is so. This study is from uh, 2009. It's it's on uh, the avian deaths in the United States per mm. year right. uh, by um, all these different uh, sources, mm-hmm. which you know brings me something that I love very much that I have to be critical of. Oh. Of course, it's easy for me to be all gung ho to rant about fossil fuels, mm-hmm. but I hate saying it. But even if I don't like it, the truth matters. <laughs> Cats are almost certainly the biggest threat to avian life in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. They love birds. Birds are tasty. They're easy to catch when they're stupid and they're on the ground. You know, cat pounces out of the bushes or whatever, you know. That's a good lunch right there. <laughs> I, I still remember there was there was a time when I was out on the on um, my porch or my balcony when I was living at the, uh, the apartment complex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I was out on the balcony with uh, my girlfriend's cat, Smokey, mm-hmm. and uh, this bird, this robin, comes up and lands on the uh, railing of the porch. <laughs> oh, Smokey jumps up and grabs this bird. Oh, wow. And the bird gets, you know, flutters out and gets away from Smokey and gets onto the tree that's, like, very close to the porch. <laughs> and it just is... for. I can't think of any better word than bitching. It is bitching. It's like, meh, 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 meh. It's so upset that, that, you know, (laughs) can you believe this fucking animal just grabbed me and whatever. And this other robin comes and lands on the the, uh, branch next to it Mm -hmm. and kind of hops near it. And uh, it looks at the other robin and keeps going, meh, 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 meh. And the other robin's like, fuck this and get takes off like this is annoying <laughs> like i watched a robin get annoyed by another robin <laughs> which i've never seen before in my life but this this bird was visibly annoyed by oh, this yeah. other robin but um <laughs> but um yeah so that being said cats are a huge threat to oh, avian absolutely. life Cats are a threat to anything smaller than a cat. <laughs> Your cat, if you have a cat at home, the only reason it doesn't kill you is because it can't. <laughs> yeah, you're bigger than it, it. If you died today and your cat was hungry, it would eat you. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. No problem about it. I fucking love cats. It would too, fucking yeah. eat you. I have, but I, I, I love cats. But I have to admit that uh, domestic, yeah, domestic cats um, being, you know. Kind of introduced into the ecosystem has been a huge threat to mm. to birds. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, 
Um, <clears throat> I'm going to read a study uh, from the journal Nature Communications. <laughs> Quote, we estimate annual mammal mortality in the mm-hmm. contiguous United States at about 6.3 and 22.3 billion. The mm-hmm. mean being, or the median being 12.3 billion, mm-hmm. with 89% of this mortality caused by unowned cats. <laughs> the estimate, the estimate, <laughs> I know, I know, it's terrible. I the mean, estimate, they're tasty and they're little and they're easy to grab <laughs> when they're not paying attention. Yeah, they go for it. I like chicken, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> the estimate that uh, incorporated European data may be slightly lower because of wildlife across much of Europe were historically exp- exposed to uh, predation by similarly sized wild cats and therefore may be less uh, naive to predation of domestic cats. However, it is unlikely that European wildlife have fully adapted to the unusually high density of domestic cats in much of the continent. Mm-hmm. So cats are... A threat to birds. Oh, yeah. A huge one of the biggest threats to birds. <laughs> but we're focusing on wind energy. Mm-hmm. Sleep kitties alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 110 cats. million compared to 20,000. I love you know. the... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, not even 20,000. minor difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, we're focusing on wind energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly um, they're the danger here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, wind farms do, in fact, kill birds by direct impact. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, not quite as many as nuclear energy and many fewer than what can be directly attributed to fossil fuels. Mm, sure. That doesn't mean that wind turbines are not an issue. If birds are being killed on such a mass scale, especially endangered birds being killed, uh, solutions should be figured out. There have been proposed ways to reduce the impact of wind farms on avian populations. For example, it has been suggested that making the wind turbines taller and making the blades shorter could significantly reduce the impact on birds. Mm -hmm. Now, some avid readers may recall a study a while back that may be tempting to use to defend the use of wind turbines. This is from the Smithsonian, which is referencing a study from the University of Tulsa, Uh, which studied avian deaths uh, on roads in Nebraska. This study spans 30 years and studied the impact that roads had on bird populations in those areas by studying the avian population and by collecting dead birds along roadsides, which were most likely killed by passing cars. That's a depressing job. I just scooping up all the dead birds on the (laughs) roadside. Well, eventually, researchers collecting the birds' uh, bodies um, along the roads found that the number of dead birds found, found were, were, were declining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they learned. You know, they figured it out. So this could, this could be inferred that the entire bird populations were declining because of so many birds uh, being hit by cars. Mm-hmm. But the researchers found something interesting. Not only were fewer birds dying, but there was something different about the birds themselves. Okay. Uh, this is a quote from the Smithsonian. Quote, our results indicate that these birds since then have become increasingly less likely to collide with cars and that road mortality is not indiscriminate. One possible explanation is that the sele- is that selection has favored individuals whose wing morphology allows for better escape. Longer wings have lower wing loading and do not allow for as vertical takeoff as shorter, more rounded wings. Thus, individuals sitting on a road, uh, as cliff swallows often do, 
uh, who are able to fly upward more vertically may be better able to avoid or even more effectively pivot away from an oncoming vehicle. Okay. So it would be tempting to say that birds have shown an ability to adapt to the introduction of human technology and therefore will adapt to wind turbines in a similar way. Mm-hmm. But there's two problems with this. Okay. Uh, one, obviously, in order for the actual biology of, avi- of an avian population to change, that would mean, according to evolutionary biology, that enough of the population was killed in order for surviving members of the species to not have inherited the dying bird's genes. Not exactly a good thing. <laughs> um, no, you know, it's the, survival of the fittest, you know? Yeah. The, the ones who are equipped to survive, survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not exactly a good thing that the introduction of cars might, might have killed a significant enough portion of the species for it to change the entire species. Right. Well, any change that we make is going to affect the surrounding, you know, yeah, yeah, we're and, going to have know. some environmental impact yeah. regardless of what we do, uh, and yeah. that's just a fact. Yeah, that's just... and, you know, they'll adapt. They're smart. You know, birds are bugs or whatever. They're like people. You know, we adapt to the changes we need to adapt to, and we survive, you know, or, or we don't, and tough shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and ultimately, if, if that kind of adaption uh, does happen, it could be argued that it indicates that a species will ultimately be resilient in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the second problem is, uh, again, from the, the Smithsonian regarding the same study, these changes in death rates aren't explained by changes in traffic patterns or populations of the birds, researchers say. And they're calling this change in wingspan, quote, vehicular selection, but it may not be the only force at play. New scientist writes, however, Brown says that encounters with traffic may not be the only force at work after a particularly cold May in 1996 killed about half of the nesting population through starvation. Wing uh, lengths dropped markedly. Perhaps because birds with shorter wings were better able to capture the remaining insects still on their wings. So, an unusually cold winter accelerated this change uh, in wingspan. This is a tertiary factor that muddles the idea that the animals just adapted to our presence uh, solely based on the study. Mm Mm-hmm. So if I had to guess, based on the findings, I would think that bird populations will adapt to the presence of wind turbines, but I can't say without significant doubts because this information is not conclusive, uh, even when regarding the highway studies. And uh, highways and wind turbines are not a one-to-one comparison. No. So even though this study uh, might be tempting to use as a source to defend the use of wind turbines, it may not be the most intellectually sound argument. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not ignoring the fact that more avian deaths are caused by fossil uh, fuel plants than by wind turbines. That does not mean, however, that the deaths caused by wind turbines doesn't matter. So to put this into uh, perspective in a different context, so mm-hmm. like, uh, yes, uh, more birds are killed by fossil fuels than by uh, windmills, but that doesn't mean that windmills killing birds doesn't matter. Right. Um, so to put this in perspective, uh, in a completely different context, I had a conversation about Copernic kneeling during the national anthem with a, an avid Fox News watcher at, at my at a past job that I had. Mm. He said, 
Kaepernick is kneeling for attention to white on black violence, but black on black crime kills so many more black people. To which my response was, does that make white on black violence not a problem? Imagine how stupid I would sound if I walked into a research lab trying to cure AIDS and I accused them of being wrong because cancer kills more people. <laughs> you know, like it's it's a stupid argument, you know, yeah. so it, there's not really it, like you can't say that the deaths don't matter. Right. Just because there's a, a bigger source of death. You right. Know? Ignoring so like ignoring the impact of wind turbines would be a similar thing, except for the fact that cancer and AIDS, the flu, medical malpractice, those are mutually exclusive. Uh, wind turbines, however, can potentially replace fossil fuels, mm-hmm. and if wind turbines can have a smaller impact, that would save more birds. Now, I can already hear the arguments, quote, well, if fossil fuels kill more birds than wind turbines right now, uh, that's just because fossil fuels are more common. Uh, once wind tur- you know, once wind farms become more common, the number of wind energy-related deaths will rival or even exceed the impact of fossil fuels. Two things right off the bat yeah. that are wrong with that argument. One, uh, the study showing the estimated impact of fossil fuels on uh, avian life was not comprehensive. Uh, there are harvesting practices that uh, get the fuels in the first place that impact uh, climate change and will almost certainly extend uh, the impacts on avian life significantly. Two, if you argue about the ratio, well, we can put it this way. Uh, this is from uh, the study of, uh, this is from the same study from the National University of Singapore. Quote, through a synthesis of Hundreds of studies on avian mortality and energy and electricity production, the study finds that wind farms and nuclear power stations are responsible each for between 0.3 and 0.4 fatalities for gigawatt hour of electricity, while fossil fuel power stations are responsible for about 5.2 per gigawatt. So... Per gigawatt hour, wind turbines are responsible for much fewer deaths uh, yeah. of avian life. So wind turbines, even when uh, taking the ratio of wind farms uh, versus fuel plants into account, are still a safer option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean that we shouldn't uh, consider the impact of wind turbines uh, on the environment? Obviously, no. Uh, but the evidence shows benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, for switching to wind energy. And if we make the uh, right changes and make considerations of how and where the wind farms are built, we can reduce the damage that we cause even further. So I'm going to call that part one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I didn't want to do multi-part episodes, but this one, there's so there, much. There's a lot to cover. There's yeah. so much to cover here. Yeah. And... <laughs> we're not even halfway through. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, there's a there's a, a lot here. Yeah. So so far, what like how do you what do you think about uh wind energy and the impact on birds compared to uh you know, say fossil fuels or something yeah. like that? Well, I think it's unfortunate that they're killing off so many birds, but it's because it's a new thing. You know, birds don't really understand what it is. I don't know how quickly birds learn this kind of stuff, but I mean there's it's a new thing. Birds are going to keep flying the way they've been flying, and they're going to occasionally get hit by a windmill. 
Yeah. It happens. And that's and eventually they'll figure it out, you know, if nothing else, survival of the fittest, that that'll kick in. You know, and they'll learn to fly around them. You know, and And, it's only twenty thousand a year. I mean, when you think about how many birds are on this planet, that's not a lot of birds. Right, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know, there's eight billion people on this planet. And there's more birds. Yeah, and there's (laughs) insane amount of birds compared to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I'm not worried about it. It's it's unfortunate. I don't ever want to see an animal die. I like animals. Yeah. I think they're pretty cool. I like to watch them. I have you know, squirrels I feed in my backyard and I love the little guys, you know, and if one of them died I'd be very upset. Yeah. But Things die, you know, right, people die, yeah, animals yeah. die, you know, birds, unfortunately, are going to die. Right, yeah. And I don't think it's really that big a deal. <laughs> I may I, sound like I, an I, asshole for saying that, but yeah, it's only 20,000 a year. That's not a lot of birds. Right, They'll yeah. figure and, it out. And, uh, and in part two, we're going to get into some of the numbers uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah. um, like, some that we're going to compare some numbers that, okay. you know, kind of bring to light... The impact of wind energy compared to some other things that humans do, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, obviously, we already went over cats. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, cats have been studied to be the biggest threat to avian oh, life, essentially. Yeah, so definitely, um, I, there are a lot of bigger threats to this to birds on this planet, than, right? Than yeah. wind turbines. Yeah, and especially like like climate change, for example. Yeah, which is we, part we, of why we we're... found way more efficient ways to kill birds. Than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's like, like and and the thing is like climate change is uh, part of why windmills are being built is to mm-hmm. avoid it. And yeah, climate change is having to bring is, that is down. having a huge yeah. impact on birds. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're we're yeah. in the long run, we're trying to fix it. You know, we're trying to make it better for birds, humans, whatever, anything yeah. living on this planet. Because we, as a human race, are. Fucking this planet up. We are making. A <laughs> I mean, huge there's no, mess. D- there's no doubt about that. There's I absolutely mean, no doubt. There's doubt. No, there's doubt from certain people, but uh, we, scientifically, there's no doubt. We have plans to move to Mars. We are fucking this planet up so bad. Yes. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think the birds will be okay in the long run. It's it's going to yeah. be a little rough for them at the beginning. Yeah. But in the long run, I think they'll be okay. They'll we'll figure it out. I, we'll figure I, it out. It'll be okay. I think so too. And and we're not done yet. But oh god, I, no. I, we're gonna we're gonna kill way more birds in the oh, future. Oh, I mean, no, I mean, for, <laughs> I mean for this this podcast. No, so I know, I know. so part two, part two, we're gonna get into some things. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, thank you all so much for listening to part one. Uh, please stick around for part two. I'm gonna try keep these multi part episodes to a minimum. I I like to have something brand new to talk about for mm-hmm. each episode. Yeah. Uh, but um, thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. It's been a while okay. since I wrote this script, and it's also yeah. four, it's forty two pages long. So <laughs> that's too many pages. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot to go over on this one. I, I get that, but that's a lot of pages. <laughs> <laughs>